Welcome to Dragonfly Tales, a story podcast with me, Emily, and Leo. Hello! And each episode will tell you a story from around the world and share some fun and silly things with you. Hey Leo, how are you doing? I'm great. I'm enjoying school, the seeds are starting to grow, the flowers are out, and it's nearly the Easter holiday! Hooray! And yesterday, it was St. Patrick's Day. Oh, St. Patrick! Yeah. Now, our listeners know that Leo's granny and granda were from Ireland, where St. Patrick is the patron saint. But he's not Irish. What? Nope. We're not actually sure where he's from, but he's more likely to be British, possibly even Roman. Then how did he end up in Ireland? Well, he probably travelled there as a missionary, bringing Christianity to Ireland and blending it with the old Irish pagan beliefs. Wow, I never knew he wasn't Irish. Next you'll be telling me he didn't banish all the snakes from Ireland either. Um... Wait, what? He didn't? Uh, well, the legends say he did. They say he stood on top of a hill in Ireland and cast all of the serpents into the sea. But it's much more likely that there were never snakes in Ireland in the first place. Yeah, probably because it's an island and snakes can get to it. Yeah, they, I don't think snakes can swim, really. No. Another story tells of how St Patrick used a shamrock, which is a green plant with three leaves, to explain the Christian Holy Trinity. You mean three separate things that are also one? Exactly. A bit like the triple goddess Bridget or Morrigan. Yeah, you know your Celtic mythology, don't you? And the shamrock is one on St Patrick's Day, isn't it? It is. And we here at Dragonfly Tales Podcast, we love our stories. So here's to St Patrick. The shamrock wearing, snake banishing, patron saint of Ireland. And we'll have a little Irish lullaby at the end of this episode. It was one your grander, Leo, and Granny used to sing to me. And then I used to sing it to you. For now, we have some shout-outs to our amazing listeners this week. Woohoo! Who have we got this week then, Leo? Well, firstly, we have a shout-out to Elisa, who's six, and Arena, who's three, in Thailand. In Thailand? Wow! Hi, Elisa! Hi, Elisa! Hi, Hi, Arena! Arena. Thanks Thanks for listening! Also, here's a shout-out to Ragitze, who is... Four in Denmark. Hi, Regitza. Hi, Regitza. Thanks for listening. Who have we got next, Leo? Next, we have Lex and Sunny in Bishopsdorfer, UK. Hi, folks. Hi, folks. Thanks for listening. We also have a shout-out to Dylan and Finn, who are four and live in Brighton. Brighton, Hi, cool. Hi, Dylan. Hi, Hi Finn. Finn. Thanks for listening. And here's a shout-out to Beatrice. And Amani in Cambridgeshire. Hi, folks. Hi, folks. Thanks for listening. So, over to the US, we have Theo, who just turned five, and he's in Seattle. Hi, Theo. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And in Minneapolis, we have a shout-out to Vida. Hey, Vida. Hi, Vida. Thanks Thanks for for listening. And finally, also in Minneapolis, we have a shout-out to Benji. Tiago and Anya. Hi, folks. Hi, folks. Thanks Thanks for listening. Oh, brilliant, Leo. And so many places around the world. Thailand, Denmark, the UK, USA. Brilliant stuff. 
And remember, if you would like a shout out, you can either let us know in the Dragonfly Tales Facebook group or you can email us, talesfromthedragonfly at gmail.com and I'll put all the details in the show notes. So Emily, what's our first story today? Well, Leo, our first story is told by our guest, Teller. Her name is Sarah Lloyd Winder and she lives in sunny South Mims. Oh, South Mims. Yes, it's just north of London. (laughs) Sarah's a professional storyteller who seeks out tales from around the world. And every other Wednesday, she hosts an online storytelling night with lots of brilliant tellers. Wow. And today, she has a story for us from Japan. It's a bit creepy crawly, but it's very funny. So would you like to hear it, Leah? Absolutely. Here is Sarah Lloyd Winder with The Musician. There was once a musician who thought he could play any instrument put in front of him and he liked to tell everybody so. So when he was invited to a very smart house for an evening occasion and he saw a gold trumpet hanging on the wall, of course, he couldn't resist it. He made such a fuss that eventually they sent some poor servant on a ladder 25 feet up in the air to get the said trumpet. Oh, the musician was pleased. He buffed it and kept saying, Oh, you know, I can play any instrument. Well, in the back of the instrument, right at the back of the tube, lived a spider. And that spider had been living there for many years, minding its own business. And suddenly, its house was being rocked and rolled around the place. Now the musician, he took a great big breath. And when he took the breath in, of course, the poor spider came out and into the back of the musician's throat. Now you know spiders, they curl up like a ball in a panic. But as soon as there was no panic, out came eight little spiders' legs, tickling the back of the musician's throat, just as he was pursing his lips to make that first golden note on the golden horn. And out of the horn came the noise. (gasps) And everyone in the room, who had already been quite annoyed by the musician, started to smile well the musician not to be put off buffed the instrument again took another deep breath in (gasps) the spider again was pulled into the back of the musician's throat curled up like a ball but then it shot out its legs grabbing the back of the musician's throat and he had no option the noise came out (gasps) And by this time, everyone in the room was giggling. One more chance, because now that musician was red in the face. He buffed the instrument. He was angry. He took a breath in. (gasps) A small one this time. And this time, the spider was ready. Out went its little legs. 
and the noise was far worse this time. <laughs> Where's the musician? And now the entire room was laughing out loud at the musician's pomposity. And the head man was bending over with laughter. Meanwhile, the musician opened his mouth and out marched the spider calmly at the corner of his mouth and down onto his chest. The musician looked down. He saw the spider. The spider looked up and with his many, many eyes, he saw the musician and he jumped off. And the musician turned on his heel, dropping the horn on the floor and marched out of the house into the distance. And we hope that he was never ever seen again. So, Leo, did you like Sarah's story? Yeah, I thought it was amazing. What was your favourite bit? I liked the rude trumpet noises. Oh, yeah, they were quite Uh rude. That naughty little spider. But I think, actually, the musician deserved it, didn't he? Mm -hmm. Bit of a show-off. Yeah. So, Emily... What's your story today? Well, I thought we'd do a funny story too. So I'm going to sing you something. You'll think you know it, but it's a bit different. Are you ready, Leo? Yeah. Old MacDonald had a farm. I know this. E-I-E-I-O. Yeah, you think you do. But near that farm lived a boy called Jack. This isn't in the original. I know. E-I-E-I-O With a snore snore here And a whoopsie daisy there Here a whoops, there a daisy That boy Jack was really lazy. Oh, MacDonald had a farm Come on, sing with me. E-I-E-I-O Okay then Is this a story of Lazy Jack? Oh yes I love this story Me too It's an old English folktale And I need you, Leo And everyone at home To help me tell the story You can count on us So, how do you think we should start today's story, Leo? Well, I think we should start Once upon a time there was this boy and he was really lazy. What was his name? Jack. Good idea. Once upon a time there was this boy called Jack and he was really, really lazy. How lazy? Really lazy. He would basically spend all day in bed (laughs) snoring and Snoring. Can you have some snoring noises? Yeah, that's it. And at home too. And his mother had had just about enough. One morning, she went into his room and she said, Jack, wake up! Wake up, you lazy boy! Go on, wake up! She shook him and she shook him until he woke up. Now listen here, Jack. I think it's about time you went out and got a job. 
this is not a hotel, you know. So I've been along to the farmer and I've organised you some work. So get out of bed and off you go. Poor Jack pulled himself out of bed and he made his way down the lane towards old MacDonald's farm. And when he got there, the farmer was waiting. Morning, Jack, said the farmer. Your mother has said you've got to come and do a good day's work for me. So here's what you're going to do. Today, you're going to be cutting the corn out in the field. The farmer handed Jack a really, really big tool called a scythe with a big, sharp, bent blade at one end. And Jack made his way into the field with the hot, hot sun shining down. And he began to cut the corn. And you're going to help me, Leo, and so is everyone else at home. I want you to swish your arm up above your head and I want you to bring it swooshing down to your knees. Can you do that, Leo? Yeah. And we're going to say cut the corn when we do it. Here we go. And cut Cut the corn. corn. Cut Cut the corn. corn. Cut Cut the corn. corn. Oh, let's have a little pause. Oh, it's quite hard work, this. Go on, mop mop your brow. You're a bit sweaty. Oh, no. Farmer's coming back. Let's go again. Cut Cut the the corn. corn. Cut the the corn. corn. Cut Cut the the corn. corn. Oh, Oh, goodness me. No, come on. We've got to keep going. Cut, cut the, the corn. corn. Cut the, the corn. corn. Put your backs into it. Cut, cut the, the corn. corn. Well done, everybody. That was a good day's work. And, you know, the farmer thought so too. He said, Jack, you've done a good day's work today, my lad. And you know what? I'm going to give you something in return. Here is a nice, shiny gold coin. And he placed it in Jack's hands. Ooh, shiny. Shiny. Jack was so pleased with the coin that he walked all the way home, tossing it up in the air and catching it in his hands. Can you do that? Imagine you've got a shiny coin and throw it up in the air. Here we go. One, two, three. Hup, hup. That's it. Catch it. Catch it. That's got it. it. Don't drop it. You got it. OK, let's throw it up again. You ready? One, two, three. Hup, hup. Throw it up in the air and catch it in your hands. Got it. Well done. Last time. One, two, three. Throw it up. Hup. But this time... The coin slipped through his fingers. It rolled down the bank and landed in the river. It sank all the way down to the muddy bottom and was lost forever. Oh no, thought Jack. Oh no, what's my mother going to say? And by the time he got home, his mum was standing in the doorway and she said, Well, how'd you do then, Jack? How was your day at the farm? Oh, very good, Mum. Yes, um, yeah, I was cutting the corn for the farmer. Oh, well done. And did he give you anything? Yes, Mum. Um, he gave me a nice shiny gold coin. Oh, a gold coin? Oh, you lucky fella. Come on then, let's have it. Um, well, Mum, I, I was walking home and I was I, I was throwing the, the coin up in the air and then it, 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 it dropped in the river. What? said Mum. Speak up, boy. It, it, it dropped in the river, Mum. It dropped where? It It dropped dropped in in the the river. river. (gasps) Jack's mum was furious. What do you mean it dropped in the river? What were you doing with it? I was was throwing it up in the air, mum, and catching it. And then then I missed it and it went in the river. (gasps) Jack's mother, she raised her finger and she started wagging it at Jack. Jack, you silly, silly boy. Can you do that with me, Leo? And everyone at home, let's go. You You silly, silly boy, said Mum. What were you doing throwing it up in the air? You should have put that coin in your pocket. Oh, I'm sorry, said Jack. 
Oh, I'll tell you what, Mum, I'll do that next time. Well, the next morning, Jack's mum woke him up nice and early. Come on, Jack, get out of bed. I've sorted out a good job for you today over at the dairy farm. Go on, off with you and make sure you work hard, boy. Well, Jack made his way to the dairy farm and the dairy farmer said, Hello, Jack. Nice to see you. I've got a good job for you today. You're going to be milking the cows. He gave Jack a stool and a bucket and Jack went over to the big dairy cow. We all know what sound a cow makes, don't we, Leo? Bacaw! No. <laughs> we all know that a cow goes... Jack sat down on the stool and he found the udders under the cow and he began to milk the cow into the bucket. Are we ready, everyone? So you're going to milk the cow. You're kind of going to squish yeah. your hands together. Yeah. Do you know how to milk a cow? Let's go. Milk, milk the, cow, the cow. Milk the cow. Milk the cow. Milk the cow. Oh, quite hard work, this. Right, yeah. let's carry on, please. Milk, milk the, the cow. cow. Milk, milk the cow. cow. Milk the cow. cow. Oh, look at that lovely milk in the bucket. Shall we try a little bit? Dip your finger in and give it a little taste. Mm. Delicious, huh? Oh no, dairy farmer's coming. Carry on. Milk, milk the cow. Milk the cow. Milk the cow. Come on, guys. Milk the cow. Milk the cow. Milk the cow. Oh, well done, everyone. What a good day's work. And the dairy farmer thought so too. Well done there, Jack. You've done a good job. And I tell you what, I think you can have a little bit of milk to take home to your mother in return. And Jack looked down at the bucket of milk and he thought, oh, lovely milk. Now, where did my mum say to put it? In his pocket. In his pocket. So silly Jack. He reached into the bucket. He scooped out some milk and he poured it <laughs> into his pocket. Ugh. And his trousers went all slimy and Ew. wet. And the milk ran all the way down his leg and it filled up his shoe so that when he walked home, it made this sound. Squelch, squelch, squelch. And of course, by the time he got to the door, there was no milk in the pocket anymore. And mum was waiting and she said, well, Jack, how did you do? Um, very, yeah, well, mum, I, I was um, milking the cows today. Oh, milking the cows, lovely. And did the dairy farmer give you a little something? Yes, Mum. Yeah, he said he said I could take some milk home to you. Oh, milk! Oh, delicious! That'd be nice in my tea. Where is it then? Uh, well, um, well, um, I, 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 I put it in my pocket. What? Said Mum. I um, I, I, I put it in my my pocket. You put it where? Said Mum. I, I put, put it, it in, in my, my pocket. pocket. <gasps> you put it in your pocket. And mum raised up that finger and she started wagging it at Jack and she said, Jack, you silly, silly boy. I'm sorry, mum, but you, you know, you said to put it in my pocket. I didn't mean the milk. You should have put it in a jug or a jar and then carried it on top of your head if it was heavy. That way you would have got it home. I can't believe you put it in your pocket. I despair of this child. I tell you, I despair. Oh, I'm sorry, said Jack. I tell you what, Mum, I'll do that next time. Well, the next morning, Jack's mum, she got him up out of bed. Come on, Jack, wake up, wake up. I've got another job lined up for you today. You're going to the baker. He's got some work for you. Go on, get out of here. 
And so Jack made his way to the baker. And when he got there, the baker told him what he was doing. Today, Jack, I want you to knead the dough and make it all nice. And then you're going to put it in the bread tin for going in the oven. So off you go. Now, I want you to help me with this, Leo. Can you make your hands into fists? Okay. And I want you to imagine you've got a big bit of dough and we're going to yep. pummel our fists in the dough. Are you okay. ready? Here we go. We're going to go knead the dough. Knead the dough. Can you do that with me? And at home, here we go. Knead, knead the, the dough. dough. Knead the dough. Knead the dough. Well knead done. Dough. And again. Knead the dough. Knead the dough. Knead the dough. And one more time. Knead the dough. Knead the dough. Knead the dough. Oh, that's lovely. Now pick it up with your two hands and put it in the, the loaf tin. That's it. And then sort of press it down and make it nice. And that's going to go in the oven later. Well done, everybody. What a good day's work. And the baker thought so too. Well done there, Jack. You've done a good day's work today. And I've got a little something for you in return. I've got this lovely, big, fluffy ginger pussycat. Very good at catching mice, Jack. You can take that home to your mum. <gasps> a pussycat. Jack was pleased. Now, now, where did mum say to put it? Oh, no, he's going to put it on his head. He's going to put it on his head. He picked up that ginger fluffy pussycat and he put it on his head and started to walk home. Do you think the pussycat liked that, Leo? No. Not at all. She started yowling and spitting and scritching and scratching. And poor Jack was struggling and struggling to keep the cat on his head. And eventually, Miss Pussycat, she jumped off and she ran away. And by the time poor Jack got home, all his hair was a mess and his face was covered in scritches and scratches. And Mum was waiting. Well, she said, did you work hard today, Jack? Y yes, Mum, at the baker's. What, what did you do? Oh, I was kneading the dough for the bread. Oh, good. And did the, did the baker give you anything? Yes, Mum, he, he, he gave me a big fluffy ginger pussycat. Good for catching mice. Oh, lovely. Oh, Jack, we've got lots of mice. Where is it then? Uh, well, thing is, Mum, I, 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 put, I put the pussycat on my head. What? What did you say? I, I, I put the pussycat on, on my head. You put it where? I, I put, put it, it on, on my head. head. You did what? You put it on your head? And she got that finger and she started wagging at Jack. And you know what she said. Let's go. Jack, Jack you, you silly, silly boy. What are you doing putting the cat on your head? You should have made a little lead for it. A little collar and a lead out of rope. And then you could have pulled it behind you so it didn't run away. You don't put it on your head. Oh, I despair of this child. I despair. I can't believe how silly Jack is. Oh, I'm sorry, Mum, said Jack. Look, I'll tell you what. I'll do that next time. Well, the next morning, Mum woke Jack up again. Come on, lazy bones, get out of bed. I've got you a good job today, working down the butchers. So off you pop and make sure you work hard, boy. Well, Jack made his way to the butchers and the butcher greeted him at the door. Hello, Jack. I've got a nice job for you today. You need to help me chop up this meat. You take this big shiny chopping knife and you get chopping. Now, I want you to hold your big chopping knife, everyone. Yeah. Be careful. Don't cut your fingers. And we're going to chop up the meat. If you want, you can make your hand into a chopper. 
Are we ready? Here we go. Chop, 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 chop the meat. Chop, 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 chop the meat. Chop, 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 chop the meat. Well done. Oh, let's have a little breather. Oh, it's quite hard work, this, isn't it? Oh, butcher's coming. Let's carry on. Chop, 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 chop the meat. Chop, 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 chop the meat. Chop, 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 chop the meat. Well done, everyone. What a good day's work. And you know what? The butcher thought so too. Yeah, Jack, you've done all right today. I'll tell you what, I'm going to give you this lovely big joint of meat. You can take that home to your mum, cook it up for Sunday roast. What do you reckon? <gasps> Thank you, said Jack. Ooh. And he took the big joint of meat. Now, now, um, where did mum say I should, uh, I should, I should put this? On uh, a lead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to put it on a lead. And silly Jack, <laughs> he tied a rope around the meat and then he dragged it home behind him on a lead he dragged it through muddy puddles Ugh. he dragged it through the dirt and the dust Ugh. he dragged it all the way home and when he got there mum was waiting well she said how'd you do then Oh, very, very good, Mum. Yeah, I was uh, chopping the meat for the butcher. Oh, good! And did he give you a little something? Yes, yes, Mum. He, he gave me ni nice, nice bit of meat to have for Sunday roast. <gasps> oh, lovely! I'll cook it up with some nice crispy potatoes. Where is it then? Um, uh, well... Well, come on then, boy! Show me where it is! And Jack, he picked up the rope... And he held the meat joint up so that mum could see it. It was disgusting. They can't eat that. <gasps> we can't eat that, said mum. What, what, what did you do with it, boy? What, what, I, I'm sorry, mum. I just, well, you know, you said that, you know, I was to, I was to put a lead on it and, and, and pull it, pull it behind me. Oh! <gasps> Not on the meat, boy! And she got that finger and she started wagging it backwards and forwards and she said, Jack, you silly, silly boy. What would you put a lead on a piece of meat for? Well, because you said so, Mum. No, that was for the cat. Oh, I despair of this child. You should have put the meat on your shoulder. That way you could have held on to it and walked it home. If you don't have a bag, just put it on your... Sh oh, I don't know what to do about this boy, I'll tell you. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Mum, said Jack. Um, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll do, do that, that next time. time. Well, on the last day, Jack's mum woke him up, got him out of bed. Come on, lazy bones, up you get. I've managed to sort you a job with a farmer again. You're going back to the farm and you make sure you work hard. And Jack, don't do anything foolish. And off Jack went down the lane, back to old MacDonald's farm. And when he got there, the farmer was waiting. Hello there, Jack. Well, I need some more corn cutting, so you know what to do. Here's your scythe. And I think we know what to do, don't we, Leah? Yeah. We're going to cut the corn again, everyone. Get your scythe up and we're going to swing it. Swing! Right down to our knees, we're going to cut the corn. Here we go. Cut, cut the, the corn. corn. Cut, cut the corn. corn. Cut the, the corn. corn. Oh, it's quite a hot day. Let's take Oof. a little break. Oh, dear. Oh, I'm sweating. Oh, no. Farmer's coming. Here we go. Cut the corn. Cut the corn. Cut the corn. Oh. Oh, hang on, I need a drink of water. Oh, there we go. Right, off we go again. Cut the corn, cut the corn, cut 
the corn. Well done. What a good day's work, everyone. And the farmer thought so too. You know what, Jack? I don't reckon you're quite as lazy as your mum says. You've done a good day's work today. And I got just the ticket for you. I got this old donkey over here. I mean, he is a bit old, but, you know, he might be helpful out in the garden. And you might be able to ride him still. Come here, donkey. And the farmer brought over an old donkey and gave it to Jack. <gasps> donkey? Oh, that's brilliant, thought Jack. Now, um, where did Mum <laughs> say to put it? <laughs> He's going to put the donkey on his shoulder. He's going to put the donkey on his shoulder. Jack picked up the quite heavy donkey and he put it over his shoulder and the poor donkey didn't know what was going on. And its its front hooves were swinging and its tail was swishing and Jack heaved the donkey and he started walking very slowly with the donkey all the way back home and he was he was he was wibbling this way and he was wobbling Whoa. that way and the donkey was making all sorts of strange noises and Jack was struggling to keep the donkey on his shoulder now as he came round the corner, he passed a huge mansion house. Now, in that house lived a very rich man, and he had an only daughter. And the very rich man was so worried. Why? Because his daughter had never, ever smiled. She'd never laughed. She'd never felt joy. And the man was so concerned that he had offered a huge reward to anyone who could make her laugh. Poor girl. Imagine never laughing. I know. She would sit by the window and just look out at the world, sighing sadly. Can you do that? <sighs> when who should come round the corner but Jack. And Jack <laughs> had a donkey. <laughs> on his shoulder and the sight of that silly boy carrying the huge donkey on its shoulder and the donkey ee-oing and making such a fuss the girl looked at the boy and the donkey and she started to smile and then the smile spread into a grin and then the grin turned into a giggle <laughs> She watched Jack and the donkey struggling by and the giggle turned into a laugh. <laughs> and the laugh turned into a belly laugh. <laughs> oh, look at that silly boy with the donkey. <laughs> oh, father, father, come here quick. She called her father who came running down the stairs at the sound of his daughter laughing oh look daddy look 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 at this silly boy with a donkey on his shoulder <laughs> and the father was overjoyed he went running down the garden path you you boy boy come here he said and jack turned around with the big donkey put that donkey down boy come over here come over here you you have done something wonderful what's your name uh, it's Jack, sir. Jack, my lad, you have made my daughter laugh. And for that, 
I have something for you in return. Now hold out your hands. Can you hold out your hands, Leah? Yeah. That's it. Hold your hands out. And the rich man put something in Jack's hands. What was it? A bag filled with gold coins. Wow. Sparkling in the sunlight. There you are, my lad. Take those and go back to your mother. Thank you. Thank you so much. And then he turned and he went back in the house. And Jack looked down at the sparkling bag of gold coins. And, and he ran back out into the road. Come on, donkey. we got to get home to mum. And he didn't put the bag of coins in his pocket. And he didn't put the bag of coins on his head. Or on his shoulder? No, and he didn't drag it behind him on a rope. He held that bag of coins so tight to his chest and he wouldn't let go. And then he ran and he ran and he ran with the donkey running after him all the way back home. And when he got there... Let me guess, Mum was waiting. She was, and she said, Well, Jack, how did you do at the farm? Oh, oh, really good, Mum. Yeah, yeah, I was I was cutting the corn. Um, But, but, but Mum, listen, listen. Oh, did the farmer give you anything? No, 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 Mum, please listen. Um, There was this, this, this rich man, and, and, and he said that I made his daughter laugh, and, and Mum, look! And Jack held up the bag of gold coins. And when his mother saw the bag of gold coins, she said, Jack, you clever, clever boy. And from that day on, Jack and his mum and the donkey never had to worry about anything. They had lots of money. But Jack had decided that he quite liked working and so he got himself a job. And do you know what, Leo? What? What I love about this story is that we all make mistakes, like Jack. Yeah. And we all get things wrong, like Jack. I know I have. Me too. But if you try your best and you work hard, it usually turns out all right in the end. Like Jack? Yeah. The End So did you like that story, Leo? Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. It's good, isn't it? What was your favourite bit? My favourite bit is when Jack put the milk in his pocket. I know, what a silly thing to do. But I I guess he was just trying to do what his mum told him, wasn't he? Yeah, I guess so. I know, poor silly Jack. So that's it for this episode. Thanks to Sarah Lloyd-Winder for sharing her story. And we'll have another guest teller coming soon. And if you are enjoying our podcast then please, please leave us a review. And if you can, make a little donation on the website to keep us going. And thank Thank you you so much. You have been listening to Dragonfly Tales with Emily and Leo. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and we'll be back with another story soon. But until then, though nighttime shadows may crawl and creep, this magic lullaby will help you sleep. Bye! October winds lament around the castle of Dromore 
Yet peace lies in her lofty halls, a feistier bag a store. Though autumn leaves may droop and die, a bud of spring are you. Singing, hush by Lula Lula, sing hush by Lula Send no ill wind to hinder us, my helpless babe and me. Dread spirit of the black water clan, oh winds, wild banshee. Oh holy Mary, pity us, in heaven for grace doth sue. Singing. Hush by Lula Lula Lan. Sing hush by Lula Lula. Take time to thrive, my rose of hope in the garden of Drummore. Take heed, young eaglet, till your wings have feathers fit to soar. A little rest, and then the world is full of things to do. Singing, hush by Lula Lula. Sing hush by Lula Lula. Sing hush by Lula Lula. Sing hush Dragonfly Tales Podcast is brought to you by Tales from the Dragonfly. Come and follow our Facebook page, Tales from the Dragonfly. Find us on Instagram at M Dragon Tales and on Twitter at Tales from the DR1.